So what's going on, guys? I just read this really disturbing, really interesting um, discussion about uh, about uh, Dr. Dre and his deal with Apple. And uh, Black Enterprise just did a report on it all. And I'm going to kind of break some of this down for you and let you guys know why Dr. Dre lost $200 million because Tyrese doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut. So get comfortable, buck up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under one condition. The condition is that we are black first. Black first means that we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means we educate our kids. Black first means we teach our children about wealth. Black first means we build our families. Black first means we love black women. Black first means we love the black man. Black first means that we want the black community to succeed. If you agree with this philosophy, put a hashtag B in the number one of the chat, hashtag B1. How you doing, travel man, to Tariq Bay and Sharice Clark and Rhonda and, uh, and, and Kevin Lockhart. I see you, I see you, I see you. Okay, so let's jump into this conversation. This is really an interesting story that I wanted to share with you. There's kind of a lesson here, and I just thought it was kind of fascinating. Uh, so Dr. Dre um, created... Uh, th this uh, this thing called Be Beach by Dre headphones. Many of you know what Beach by Dre is. Give me a yes in the chat if you uh, either uh, own Beach by Dre or thought about Beach by Dre. Give me a yes or no. Have you ever thought about buying some Beach by Dre headphones? Uh, let me know if you've ever thought about buying Beats by Dre headphones. Now I'm going to do a quick Google search. And what is the average cost of Beats by Dre headphones? Uh, the Beats by Dre headphones, the average cost, it looks like they've got some studio Beats Studio 3 wireless headphones for $349. But if you want to go cheap, they got some, it looks like here on Thirst Pros for $79, but they call them Beats Studio. So I don't know if that's the same as Beats by Dre. Uh, and they got Beats Solo 3 Wireless for $299 and, uh, and so on and so forth. So Beats by Dre Headphones is a premium brand that was created by Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. And, uh, and they kind of got together and did this thing and it worked and they made a lot of money. Now, Beats by Dre Headphones was actually interesting to me because there is a, a person that I'm going to bring into the Black Business School as kind of an adjunct visiting faculty member by the name of Larry Miller. Larry Miller is the chairman and the former CEO of the Air Jordan brand. Uh, the Air Jordan brand, is, as you know, is the brand uh, where Michael Jordan's shoes are famous. Everybody wants a pair of Jordans. And Larry and I, we've known each other. We've been friends for years. And I like Larry a lot. And Larry is a real Black man. And so Larry invited me to a, a party at NBA All-Star Weekend in Chicago. And when I was at this party, you know, I'm not a party guy, to be honest with you. I don't I never went to a lot of parties, even when I was 20 years old. I I, I met my wife in the library. Right? I didn't meet her at the club. I just I, I wanted the kind of woman you meet at the library. I didn't want a woman who you meet at the club. And so uh, so years later, me and my wife, the lady I met in the library, are at this Beast by Dre party. And we're kind of walking around, socializing, looking around, you know, uh, shaking hands with people, meeting people, whatever. So I sit down at the bar. And I, so, so I'm at this Air Jordan party at the at NBA All-Star Week. And I sit down at the bar. And the guy next to me is some really arrogant, cocky white dude. I didn't know his name. I didn't know anything about him. We just sat there and talked for a minute. And, uh, and he says, so what do you do? I said, I, I, I'm i a finance professor. I, I don't really talk much about what I do. Um, and, he, and I said, so what do you do? He said, well, I created Beats by Dre headphones. And I was like, oh, I was really fascinated. And the reason I was fascinated to talk to this guy was because I, I, I was really stunned by how well they branded those headphones. I, I said to him, I said, I was really impressed by how you got everybody on earth to wear those headphones, how you took, you know, something that was a commodity, 
a pair of headphones. Everybody, you can get them anywhere. And you made, you you put it in people's mind. The brand, see, branding is psychological. You put it in people's mind that if you want to wear Beats by Dre headphones, <clears throat> that is your path to being cool. And he did it in a very straightforward way. They would put the headphones on, you know, your favorite rapper. And then they put the headphones on your favorite athlete, Serena and LeBron and Lil Wayne. And I don't know, I don't remember all the people that were sponsoring Beats by Dre headphones, but they specifically paid them to wear these things with the little B on the side to the point where in the minds of people, especially young people, um, you know, the, these headphones have economic value, right? Or they have some sort of social status value. And one thing that black people tend to do, because we tend to be the, an important asset in the elevation of almost any brand, any commodity, any TV network. Tyler Perry got started pretty much off black people. Oprah, the Oprah Winfrey Network got started off black people. A lot of brands build themselves off of black people and we will pay for social status. And Beats by Dre, uh, through their brilliant branding efforts, created a, a, a connection between social status and what you have on your ears. So now, years later, a lot of young people wear the Beats by Dre headphones. So congratulations to Dr. Dre. And, and Jimmy Iovine and this random white guy who I don't know is I still don't know his name. I didn't look him up. I, you know, he, he, did, he wasn't that important to me. I just thought it was fascinating. And, uh, and and so they did this thing with Beats by Dre. Well, what happens then is that Apple notices Beats by Dre. Apple's like, you know, CEO Tim Cook's like, hey, I could buy this company and buy their curated um, music list and buy their technology and buy their brand in general. And, uh, and it could help us get into the streaming business. Apple at that time was trying to get into the streaming business. They had a very difficult time breaking in. So they offered Dr. Dre and Iovine an, an unbelievable sum of money, $3.2 billion, according to this article that I'm reading in Black Enterprise. Well, in, in, in this article, which by the way, you can read it if you want, it says Dr. Dre lost $200 million in billionaire status after Tyrese drunkenly leaked Apple Beats deal. So according to Black Enterprise, what there what happened that night, and a lot of y'all saw this. I don't know if y'all anybody give me a yes or no if you even saw the video. I so I remember seeing it. So Tyrese and Dre are in the studio, just I didn't know they were drunk. They were just kind of like, you know, doing a yeah, man, yeah, you, you know, the whole hip hop thing, right? And 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 talking about, you know, like him being the first hip hop billionaire. And Dre's in the background, you know. So what my Dre was sitting to the side, like, hey man, you know, don't don't say nothing about the deal. Like Dre was right there in the video. Tyrese is yelling and screaming, whatever. Now I'm gonna be careful because I know people that know Dr. Dre, and I'm not trying to diss Dr. Dre at all. But I re but I care more about you than I care about Dr. Dre or any celebrity. So I saw a lesson here, and this is so this is the reason I talked about this topic. This is why I thought this topic was interesting. So as a result of Dr. Dre and Tyrese doing this video, Puffy sees the video. Puffy Diddy. P. Diddy, P. Daddy, Puffy Daddy, whatever name he uses. Uh, now he changes his name like two every two weeks. Uh, but but Diddy sees this video. He gets on the phone with Jimmy Iovine. He gets on the phone with um, I, I don't know either Iovine or or somebody at Apple. I think it was Iovine. And he says we got a problem. He calls me at two in the morning. According to this article in the black in Black Enterprise, and I believe Black Enterprise. I know those people over there, and I like them very much. And uh, and so <laughs> he says we got a problem. So they go and they have a meeting with. Cook, Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, and Tim Cook very calmly says, I'll still buy the company. I still want to buy the company, but I'm going to pay. I don't want to pay three point two billion. I'll pay three billion. So what's two hundred million dollars between friends? OK, it's a big deal, right? Well, apparently, according to Black Enterprise and according to this new book, somebody wrote, I don't even have the name of the book in the article. You can read the article and you can find it. Uh, according to what's being reported here, that was just enough money to keep Dr. Dre from becoming a billionaire. And for whatever reason, they felt like that was important, or maybe they just wanted a reduction in the price because now you kind of messed up the situation. They had originally told him, you're going to get the bag. I have been told his whole team, you're going to get this money under one condition. You must be quiet. You cannot leak it out. You cannot tell the public before the deal is announced. 
and that's exactly what uh, what what uh, uh, Tyrese and Dre did on that video. Now, I'm going to give you kind of a breakdown of some of this. And before I move on, I want to remind everybody, don't forget, uh, my wife and I are going to be doing a generational wealth event in Chicago on the, the psychology of money, as well as uh, uh, drama-free relationships and drama-free finances next Sunday in Chicago. If you want to join, just go to uh, voicewalkins.com, click on events. But also uh, remember, it's adults only, right? So no kids. Uh, this is all adults, grown folks, meeting grown folks and networking and mingling if that's what you want to do. If you see a pretty lady or something like that, we, we love bringing people together. She's into that kind of stuff uh, big time. So that's what we're going to do in Chicago on Sunday. We also have the All Black National Convention in Charlotte the weekend of October 28th. Mark that on your calendar. And even before then, we have several other events. So just go to voicewalkins.com, click on events, and you can find out about that event and all the others that we have going on. So anyway, with that being said, uh, and also hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. So let me give you a couple of lessons on what I saw in that whole transaction. There's there's a financial lesson everywhere. One thing you got to understand about money, if you really want to understand wealth, like like think of me like a, like a Kung Fu master when it comes to like economics. The Kung Fu master doesn't just teach you Kung Fu. The Kung Fu master teaches you about things that you think have nothing to do with Kung Fu, like wax on, wax off, or, or listening to the wind, or meditation, or he makes you climb a mountain. So you can really understand the essence of Kung Fu. Well, in this particular case, I want you to understand wealth by understanding the that wealth tends to grow in a healthy environment. Wealth tends to grow in healthy soil, uh, just like fruit, just like vegetables, just like any 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 plant in a garden. If the soil is bad, then the wealth will not grow. Just like if the soil is bad, then the fruit will not grow. So in this particular case, here's what I saw. I saw two dudes who were basically doing what Dave Chappelle talks about when he says, "When keeping it real goes wrong." Anybody remember that? When Dave Chappelle used to talk about when you have, when keeping it real goes wrong. So this was where keeping it real went wrong. Um, you know, two guys, I think over over the age of 40 at the time, decided that because they, they're in this culture where they want to keep it real and and do the whole, you know, gangster rap thing, right, you know, bragging, like hip hop culture is very big on bragging about how great you are and everything else. They got on social media and cost themselves $200 million by being sloppy. Now, maybe Dre's going to be fine. I'm sure Dre's going to be okay. He's got plenty of money. I'm, I'm sure he's very wealthy. But still, uh, the, the, you know, the, the fact that they... Uh, that they that, that they allowed the culture, the peer pressure of the culture to drive them to give away so much money just makes helps you understand why uh, I have a lot of objections to what they call the culture. People say we're doing it for the culture. We're doing it for the culture. Well, my feeling is sometimes I look at the, the culture and I say, first of all, who created that culture? Number one, the white man started marketing all this nonsense to you. You know, basically all these attitudes and choices that young black men make that gets get a rap gets a rapper every killed every week, right? Or killed every week, right? So that's that's the culture that is being heavily promoted to you because they want black men dead, or they want black men in jail, or they want black men to be marginalized, or they want black men to look like animals in a big animal circus menstrual show. That's what they love. That's why certain kinds of hip hop gets promoted. Some types of hip hop does not get promoted. They will promote uh, the Migos all day long, but they will not promote D1 or Immortal Technique, who are better rappers than the Migos. The Migos can't put a verse together to save their life, whereas D1 and Immortal Technique are real rappers who actually care about the community. There's a reason why some types of music gets promoted and some types do not, so don't fall for the hype. But also, it, it made me think about my something my father told me. One time, a long time ago, when I was on the faculty at Syracuse University, my father came to visit me. My father, I told you about him many times. He's the man that raised me. He's not my biological father, but I love him all the same. And he came to visit me in Syracuse, and I took him to dinner. And when we went to dinner, uh, I invited a couple of my friends that were on the faculty with me at Syracuse. And they were in different departments, but they were one was a professor of, I don't remember what they were professors of. I'm not even going to say their 
there. I'm not even going to mention what departments they were in because people watch these videos and they might actually make a connection. But there was one brother there who was clearly an alcoholic. There was one brother there who literally had had three or four drinks before we got there, uh, three or four drinks during dinner and three or four drinks after dinner. And I was like, how in the hell is this Negro going to get home? I have no idea how he's going to get home. And maybe I should have probably stopped him from getting in the car. That's one mistake I made. I didn't I didn't I didn't stop him. Um, I just did think about that. And my father, who was a detective at the time, detectives are very observant. Detectives notice everything. So one of the things that he said to me was he said he he, he was describing the people around the table. And uh, one guy, he says, he says, uh, this guy over here, you know, all he's trying to do is go get some ass. So just, you know, keep your woman away from him. <laughs> he said this, this 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 dude over here, he seems OK, but he talks a lot. This guy over here, he's, he said he's a drunk. He's an alcoholic. He said, never tell a drunk all your secrets. He said, never tell a drunk all your secrets because a drunk will eventually spill your secrets and it will be costly to you. So when I saw what happened with Dr. Dre and Tyrese, and Tyrese mentioned being drunk on Hen on Heine, I guess he called the Heine, Heineken, Henny, the Henny. I don't know if it's the Henny or the Heine. I don't know, man. I don't get, I don't, I don't even drink, but I think Heineken, right? So Tyrese was drunk and, and then Dr. Dre was drunk. And they both got drunk. And next thing you know, as drunk men, they're spilling secrets. I even got them together like, like, like a mafia family and basically said, look, we're about to get a $3.2 billion bag. All you got to do is keep your mouth shut. But the alcohol, what the alcohol does is <laughs> it literally got them to forget about the fact that you're giving away the chance to make $3.2 billion because you feel the need to flex on the Internet. What the hell's wrong with that? That's crazy to me, right? And I get it. I understand. It's life. It's their money. It's their choice. But what I am trying to tell you is that there's a reason why when I talk to you, especially you young black men, I tell you that if you can stay away from drugs and alcohol altogether, you probably should. Malcolm X used to say that the white man will sell you the liquor bottle and then lock you up for being drunk. Many of y'all got alcoholics in your family that you can't depend on to save your damn life. You got drug addicts in your family who will, who will look you right in the eye and tell you a lie and take all your money and never show up for even their own damn kids. There's something about the substance abuse in America that reduces the black man to a fraction of what he could be if he was alert, if he was conscious, if he was focused. When you live in a world where everybody's scared to death that black men are going to be shot by the cops, if you pay attention, a lot of those men that get attacked that are under attack by race soldiers, they get taken down because they're high and they're drunk and they're not able to know what's going on. So what I'm really saying to you at the end of the day is that a man, if you really think of yourself, if you really understand as a black man that you are in a war and, a, and that you are a soldier, then you understand that soldiers don't get drunk and then go out onto the battlefield unless they want to die, right? So in this particular case, it's not as if Dr. Dre and Tyrese are soldiers, but they are economic, uh, you know, economic entities. They are billion dollar commodities. At least Dr. Dre is Tyrese iffy right 50 you 50 know, i'm not sure right but but still th these 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 are individuals that have to be alert and conscious and intelligent in terms of how they make moves this was not an intelligent move uh the other thing too when, when you when you talk about doing business don't do business with a drunk don't do business with a drug addict a drunk or a drug addict will cause you cost you everything this is an important economic lesson that people don't talk about when we talk about protecting wealth people will talk all day about uh about trusts and wills and estate plans and contracts but they won't talk about the fact that you don't do business with a drunk. Uh, you don't do business with somebody who's emotionally unbalanced. You don't do business with somebody who is hooked on drugs. 
because that that dope, that liquor, that mental illness is going to kick in and it's going to cost you a whole lot of money at just the wrong time. I have seen that. Smart people understand this. I know people in Hollywood and other places who are incredibly famous people that you would think everybody would want to work with them, but there are good business people who say, I will never work with that person because he's going to mess up everything. When you're trying to put something together and we're trying to build a building brick by brick, if you get a drunk or, or, or a crazy lunatic drug addict in the building, they're going to knock everything down. They're going to destroy everything you ever built. So do not do business with people that have a problem with substance abuse. And then, you know, and then, of course, in general, um, I, I would just say, you know, for, for, for your own life, if you want to have an easier life uh, in, in terms of saving money and just not putting yourself in bad situations to make bad choices, just understand if I were to do a, uh, if I were to do research, in fact, let me do this. I'm going to do a Google search on the effects of alcohol on the brain. And I'm, I'm going to give y'all, this is some Uncle Voice information here. I hope I don't sound preachy. I just want to, I just love you and I want to see you do well. And I, I just hope it's okay if I share this. Uh, but let me see. Let me, let me look. Effects of alcohol on the brain. Let me, let me look this up. Do me a favor. Uh, uh, hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Also, by the way, I have a, you can get a free e-copy of my book. I have a book called How to Build Massive Wealth for Your Family by Investing $5 a Day. Just go to blackmoneyminute.com. I'll subscribe there. And if you already have that book, I have another one that I can email you uh, called It Takes a Village to Raise the Bar, A New Paradigm for Black America. That book is a very short read, but it's designed to lay out what I consider to be my 50-year plan for, for intelligent Black people. The, the plan such that in 50 years, your family will not only be a millionaire, possibly billionaire status, but you're going to have, uh, you're going to get rid of all the dysfunction. You're going to have a lot of success. Your grandchildren will inherit something positive from you, from you instead of something negative. So feel free to go to blackmoneyminute.com and you can subscribe. And the, those books are totally free. A million people have downloaded the books already. I hope you guys can make it a million to one because I really want you to, to get the information you need to be successful. So let me see here. Here's how, here's how alcohol affects the brain. They said alcohol this is according to, uh, it looks like um, the National Institutes of Health. They said alcohol interferes with the brain's communication pathways and can affect the way the brain looks and works. Alcohol makes it harder for the brain areas controlling balance, memory, speech, and judgment to do their jobs, resulting in a higher likelihood of injuries and negative outcomes. So that means that, you know, you that there's a reason why, ladies, if you go to a guy's house and you ain't planning to sleep with him, why he's going to pour you as much liquor as you want. So if you are a person who drinks a lot, then you're going to end up, um, you know, end up making a lot of mistakes where you regret the mistakes in the morning. Right. Uh, if you are a man who drinks every time you get sad and depressed, depression is very high amongst black males. Also, black, a lot of black men are suicidal. We, you just don't see it as suicide. You don't call it suicide because they don't actually shoot themselves in the head or kill themselves in one instant. But if you look at a black male that is self-destructive, if you see a black man who's always popping pills, always drinking liquor, always getting into thugged out crazy situations where he might die tomorrow, that's a suicidal man. That's a man who basically has committed himself to the idea that I'm going to just do whatever I'm going to do and whatever happens, happens. And if I die, I'm going to die. Right. So, so suicide does not always appear as just you know, what you think it is, it can come in a lot of different forms. So a lot of black males, uh, Tupac said it in a verse, he said, uh, no more hesitation, each and every black male's trapped. And you wonder why we suicide or run around strapped, right? So he said, basically, because you're trapped, it was a, it's a brilliant line. It's very accurate, actually, according to science, that be, he says, be, because you're trapped, because you're stuck in a life that you don't want to live, you, you, uh, you become suicidal. And then you run around strapped, you get in crazy situations, right? And actually studies show that when they uh, study lab rats, when lab rats are trapped, their suicide uh, or their not to suicide, I'm sorry, their depression levels go up. 
uh, they measure depression by the amount of oxytocin in your brain or not oxytocin, I'm sorry, serotonin, the serotonin levels in their brain start to change, showing signs of depression. So rats get depressed when they get trapped. Human beings get, get depressed when they get trapped. So if you want to be happy, if you want your children to be happy, the best thing you could teach your children is to teach them how to have a life where they have options. Options. When my daughter said, what do you think I should be when I grow up? I said, I don't care what you become. You become, become something that makes you happy. Just make sure you got plenty of money so you always have options. Money is options. Money is not just a Gucci bag, or it could be. Money is not just a fancy car, but it could be. Money is just having something there so that you don't have to give up your options so you can go work for some white man who don't even like you so that you can pay the bills on Friday. Or you got to go sleep with some raggedy, nasty guy get that got diseases just so you can pay the rent and feed your kids. I just want you to have options. That's it. And that's it. Because if I give you options, then I've helped you become happy. And that's the job of a father to find a way to help his daughter find a, get a pathway to happiness. That's it. You understand what I'm saying? Give me a yes if you're hearing what I'm saying. Okay. So, so going back to Dr. Dre and Tyrese, uh, basically it sounds like the, the lack of judgment that comes from alcohol consumption caused them to make a choice that cost them an immeasurable amount of money. Uh, there was another story about a guy who's a, a multimillionaire who's worth tens of millions of dollars. He went to a casino. There's a reason why casinos give you free liquor. The reason they give you free liquor in many cases is because they want you drinking as much as possible. Because when you drink, your judgment's bad. So they poured him a drink. He, he was he was gambling big money. I'm talking about like $100,000 a hand, this type of thing. Big balling, right? No, big balling. Like the stuff they brag about in hip-hop, right? Right. So he's big balling. He's, he's betting 50 grand here, 100 grand here. Everybody's around the table. They're like, here, drink some more liquor. Drink some more liquor. He gets pissy drunk. And gambles away his entire fortune. He gambled away like $20 million and he wasn't worth nothing but $21 million. So he goes back and sues the casino. And he's like, I was drunk. Y'all knew I was drunk. Y'all took advantage of me. And they were like, F you, because you made a decision to take in all that liquor, which made you vulnerable. So do you understand what I'm saying? That when you are not conscious and alert, alcohol is a problem because it takes away your consciousness. That's why people go unconscious when they drink too much. An unconscious person is, in many cases, possibly going to be a victim of a conscious person who does not have your best intentions at heart. So in many cases in our society, if you really look around at economics and I see everything, you will notice that many corporations take advantage of your unconscious and subconscious thinking to be able to consciously go in and extract wealth right out of your pocket. That's how they take a trillion dollars a year out of the black community. They do it through the TV ads. They do it through the imagery. They do it through the lifestyle. They get they do it by getting you to promote the culture. I'm doing it for the culture. I got Gucci for the culture. Right? <laughs> Who told you that Gucci was part of your culture? The people that own Gucci, they don't consider you to be part of their culture. But fine, you think Gucci is part of you think giving money to Gucci is part of your culture because somebody subconsciously and unconsciously taught you this nonsense that made you think because you're operating on a low vibrational frequency. You're not trying to elevate. You think that when I say this is for intelligent black people, that that's not for you or that you don't want to be intelligent. Well, fine. Keep on being ignorant and watch people subconsciously and unconsciously come in your house and rob your black ass blind. Dr. Dre and Tyrese lost $200 million because the alcohol took away their consciousness and caused them to make a decision that were they for the culture were bragging on the internet about this Apple deal. And next thing you know, 200 million in generational wealth is gone. 200 million could easily turn into a billion dollars within probably about 15 years of good investing, maybe 20 years. That's it. So, so you took away billionaire status from your grandkids. Maybe, maybe they'll get it some other way. I'm not saying Dr. Dre's family is going to be bad off. I'm not saying Dr. Dre's an idiot. I'm not saying that this, this, that this is just a mistake that you can't come back from. But what I am saying is you got to watch it, man. You can't just go around doing what everybody else is doing unless you want to end up where everybody else is ending up. A lot of people end up trapped.
And so I don't want you to be trapped. Be conscious. That's all I got today, guys. Uh, once again, uh, hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Also, blackmoneyminute.com. You, know, you guys know I do my Black Money Minutes on Instagram and stuff like that. So blackmoneyminute.com is where you can get a free e-copy of my books if you'd like that. Uh, also, my wife and I will be in Chicago on the 15th. So feel free to go to boycewalkins.com. And also, don't forget, we have financial workbooks for kids. Uh, so if you want to teach your kids about economics, we develop financial workbooks just for black children. Uh, feel free to go take a look. They're really, really good. And everybody loves them. And we have some in stock now. They sell out pretty fast. So, uh, But we do have some in stock. So feel free to go to financialworkbooks.com. I hope this helps you. And Dr. Dre, if you see this video, this is not a diss, I promise. Because y'all know I'm cool with Ice Cube. And I don't want to sound like I'm dissing and attacking people that know people that I know. And I don't want to do it that way. But, I re but I, again, I care about you more than I care about Dr. Dre. So I saw a lesson in this. And that's why I shared it. So have a good day, everybody. God bless you. Love you. And uh, I hope that your life is full of abundance. I'll talk to you soon. Take care now. Peace. Thank you.